and your word that you have commended unto us. We thank you for the growth that we experience. We thank you because your word has established us. We thank you because your word has built us. Your word has healed us. Your word has transformed us. And we say, be thou exalted in the name of Jesus. Thank you, everlasting Father. Holy Spirit, we ask that you come and teach us by yourself this evening. This moment in the name of Jesus. Amen. Speak through us. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. For in Jesus' mighty name, we are prayed. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Um, two weeks ago, we were supposed to start on the subject of the working faith. Bless uh, you. For one reason or another, we couldn't have that meeting, but uh, I want to assume, which is not good enough, that uh, we're able to listen to the uh, message that I dropped off in earlier in the, in the group. But if you're unable to uh, listen to that message, it's still alright. We're going to start afresh today by the grace of God. Praise the Lord. Amen. We have to understand something and be clear about it that uh, the definition of certain things matters a lot to our Christian life. The definition and our understanding of these definitions matters too much to our Christian living. And I'd like to say here again at this point that Christianity is not a religion. Christianity is not an association. Christianity is not a group of people going to church. A Christian is a person that is a carrier of the life of God, not a person that goes to church. 
So you can go to church and not be a carrier of the life of God. And if you are indeed a carrier of the life of God, there are certain things that carriers of the life of God must know. Praise God. One of them is the subject of faith. One of them is the subject of faith. You know, uh, when the Holy Spirit wanted to refer to us, maybe we should start from this end. Hebrews chapter 3 verse 1. This, has been, this is fast becoming my favorite scripture in the past few days. Hebrews chapter 3 and verse 1. Who's it in Hebrews chapter 3 and verse 1. Uh, we have to be fast with the scriptures. We have a long way to go. Hebrews chapter 3 and verse 1. Wherefore, only brethren. Please let us pay attention to. Uh, I understand that we just we read the scripture earlier this morning. For those of us that were reading you, but uh, let's look at it again. It says, Wherefore, only brethren. Partakers of the heavenly Partakers of the divine calling. Consider the apostle. Consider the apostle. And high priest of our profession. And high priest of our what? Profession. profession. High priest of our profession. Christ Jesus. Christ Jesus. What um, Hebrews chapter 3 verse 1 called Christianity then is the great profession. A people that have been called into a divine status. A people that have been called into an heavenly status, that have received an heavenly calling, and they have made a great profession. Another scripture, another um, translation refers to that profession as confession. That Christianity is also referred to as the great confession. What you have confessed. And what have you confessed? That you have been called into a particular divine calling. And if you have been called into this particular divine calling, you must know what the calling is about. Praise God. It is the lack of understanding of what the calling is about that has made believers remain where they are today. I remember sometimes ago, I wrote an article on uh, how not to endure harassments from the devil. And sincerely speaking, I can I can still remember vividly the backlash that I got off from it in a particular group. There is no way you want to uh, uh, sugarcoat it. There is a difference between the fight of faith, I mean the good fight of faith, and simply enduring harassment from the devil. There's a difference. So sometimes you might be enduring harassment from the devil and hoping that you are fighting the good fight of faith. They are not the same. Maybe when we understand what faith is, we will know what uh, fighting the good fight of faith means and what enduring harassment means. There are certain things as a believer. This is not about whether the devil is powerful or is in the world or not. They are not meant or supposed to happen to you at all. I was speaking to some set of people a few days ago, and I said there are two, there are two levels of truth. There are truths and then there are greater truths. There is a truth. 
and there is a greater truth. The truth is that if you fall sick, you can pray in the name of Jesus and be healed. Hallelujah. But the greater truth is that you are not supposed to fall sick. If the spirit of him that raised Christ from the dead dwells in you, he says from inside of you, he giveth life to your mortal body. This is what the word of God says. So, sickness of any kind. Please hear what I'm saying now. Regardless of your age, sickness of any kind is not the will of God. If you see a person that is too old, and the person probably feels that uh, this sickness is unto death, please pray for the person. Let them be healed of the sickness first. They can now die the next day. But let it not be said that it is sickness that killed the Christian. If you want to go home to the Lord, it's fine. Go home to the Lord. There's no problem in that one. But let it not be that the world will say it is sickness that killed you. <laughs> sickness of any kind. Bad, you live for. Bad, Any kind. Of any kind. Now, if we don't understand this truth, we cannot experience the great calling. I mean, we have received it, but we may not experience it. There's a difference between receiving something and experiencing it. I can give you a gift, but if you do not know how to use the gift, you have it, but you can't experience it. Say for example, I can give you a gadget, a gadget that you are not accustomed to it, you have never seen before, you don't know how to use it. You have received the gadget quite all right, have you not? Along with the potentials of what that gadget can do, have you not? But can you ultimately use that gadget without a manual or somebody teaching you how to use it? That is the difference. We have been called into a particular life. And in John chapter 10 verse 10, the Lord Jesus said, I have come that they might have life and they might have it more abundantly. Get it clearly that you have been called into the reproduction of life. That thank you, another word That um as people, normal people, may be wallowing in darkness and uh, in their ignorance, propagating darkness. Bless you. You have been called to come and reproduce light. And so the first obstacle is that if you do not know that this is what is referred to as the divine calling, there is a problem. When we don't know what we have received or what we have been called into, we will not investigate some things. When we don't know what we have received, we will not investigate some things. In his testimony, Apostle Paul said, I am not ashamed in Romans chapter 1 verse 16 He says, I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ because it is what produces the power of God for salvation. It is what produces the power of God for salvation. He then went on to mention something. Can somebody read verse 17? For therein is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to Faith. Ah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Anywhere you see it is written in the Bible, 
please, I want you to make, uh, I want you to pay very much attention to it. Because every time you see it is written, that particular word that is about to follow is a repetition of what has been said in the past. And it means that God is laying emphasis on what has been said. The righteousness of God, I've told us before, that the righteousness of God simply means the ability to do things as God would do it. The justification that God has to do things as he does. To be able to stand before everything, devil, everything as their master. That's what it means that the righteousness of God. He says it will only be revealed from what? Faith to faith. As it is written, the just shall do what? Shall live by his faith. Not by faith. Not just by faith. The just shall live by his faith. By his faith. So what then is faith then? Let's not forget. What led to that discussion is that um, uh, when you hear the gospel of the Lord Jesus, it produces the, uh, the power of God for salvation. In that gospel, if you continue daring, the uh, righteousness of God will be revealed. Okay, from what? If you continue where? In the gospel. So it means that faith is a byproduct of your continuity in the gospel. Faith. Is a byproduct of your continuity in the gospel. One thing you can be assured of is this that if you can continue in the gospel, you will not miss it. The problem is that in churches, we do not continue in the gospel. We preach Jesus today, we come next week Sunday, we preach sin, we come the following Sunday, we preach money. We come next week Sunday, we preach emotions. We come the following Sunday, we preach how to deal with circumstances. We come the next Sunday, we come and pray about uh, witches and wizards. We come the following Sunday. You get the point. If you do not continue in the gospel, you cannot, you will miss it. So to not miss faith, the idea is to continue in the gospel. I remember sometimes ago one of our students asked me a simple question. That's that. What does the full gospel mean? Now I've been hearing you talk about the full gospel, the full gospel, the full gospel. What does it mean? And I asked him a simple question. Which of these did you think the Lord Jesus do? He died for our sins or he took away the problem of sin? He said, well, the Bible says he died for our sins. That's half gospel. That's not full. That's just half. The full gospel is that the Lord Jesus came and he took away any kind of animosity that is between man and God. Whether he be sin or death, it doesn't matter. He has come and he took it away. If that is true, it then means that man can go back to the status that he was. Praise God. If what we have just said is true, that if Christ indeed 
came for the remission of our sins. It means that from the day you received the Lord Jesus, you have become like Adam was when God created him, even without receiving the Holy Ghost. Let's not even talk about the Holy Ghost yet. Nijo toti ba Jesus ni oluwa toluba. Nijo yen lo ti dabi Adam pada. The original one, not the one that failed. The original one. Praise God. The original one. That is before the Holy Ghost came. And that is why before people are baptized by the Holy Ghost, they can have experiences as sons of God. Genuine believers, yes. They, they are not baptized, they can't pray in the Spirit. If they have not one ounce about whether there is an Holy Ghost or not. But they are manifesting. Hallelujah. But when the Holy Ghost comes, there is double advantage. Now, you have received a new spirit. You have received the Holy Ghost. Yet, it seems as though you are still human. Kai, something is wrong. And usually, the problem is faith. Usually the problem is what? Dear him, in this gospel, if you continue in it, the righteousness of God will be revealed from faith to faith. As it is written, the just shall live by faith. So the first thing we have said about faith now is that faith is a byproduct of continuity in the gospel. That is one. Two, faith is the will of God for man. Did I say man now? I meant faith is the will of God for new creations in Christ Jesus. Let, let's set to it. Hebrews chapter 10 verse 38. You, can want to, you may want to start from verse 36 and let us look at something. Hebrews chapter 10, you can start from verse 36. We are reading up to 38. Yes. For ye have for ye have need of patience. Mm-hmm. That after ye have done the will of God, mm-hmm. ye might receive the promise. Hold on. After that you have done the will of God. You might what? Receive the promise. Pay attention now. After that you have done not before. that you have done the will of God, you might receive the promise. That the promise will only come after that you have exercised faith. Let's continue. Mm -hmm. For yet a little while. For yet a little while. And he that shall come will come. He that shall come will do what? Will come. Hallelujah. What God has said will happen. Will happen. It does not even take God to come down from heaven and come and make it happen. If God has said it will happen, it will do what? It will happen. He that shall come will come. Continue. And will not tarry. And will not tarry. Now. Now. Just shall live by faith. Hold on. It says that just shall live by what? By faith. Uh-huh. 
But if any man draw back, mm-hmm. my soul shall have no pleasure. My soul shall have no pleasure. The Bible says that God is a spirit. But God is saying here that I can feel. Even though I love him, I can feel displeased. Now the just shall live by what? So it is to tell you that the will of God for the just is to live by faith. First and foremost, if faith is lacking in the life of the just, there is a fundamental problem. So, a man can come to the presence of God and say, if it is your will, Lord, let this happen. It is a signal that that man does not automatically have what? Faith. It's a signal. Don't worry. Let's not argue or drag it. The Father, if it is your will, let this one happen so I can know that it's your will. Or let that one happen. You know, we do like Gideon. <laughs> because we have seen that Gideon did it in the Bible. Hallelujah. Gideon did it when faith was not the will of God for the just. Hmm? Hallelujah. When mere obedience, even if you don't believe God, just obey what you have said. There are many people that did not believe God, they just obeyed. And they saw the power of God at work in their hearts. Gideon, for example, <laughs> did not believe. He just obeyed. Faith is the will of God for new creation people. Now, if you are a new creation in Christ Jesus, hear this. The Bible is saying in Hebrews chapter 10 verse 38 that if any man should draw back, my what? My soul shall have no pleasure. I want to ask you a question. Is it possible for someone that God is not pleased with to pray to God and get answers? Okay, let's look at it from a human standpoint. You have a kid. It's Azuna. You have a child. And you ask your child, to go and um, you know get some water for you and your child refuses to go and get the water i mean you gave him money to go and buy water and he took the money from you and went to buy sweets and came back okay. I, all right it's all right <laughs> it's all right are you going to be pleased with that child does it diminish your love for the child praise god Hallelujah. are you going to be pleased with the child no. Does it reduces your love for the child? No, of course. What it means is that you are not pleased with that child. And anything that child asks at that moment, forget it. <laughs> forget it. When you fail to live by faith, hmm? You attract the displayer of God. Thank God I'm not the one that wrote the Bible. When you fail to live by faith, 
you attract the displayer of God. Now, hear this. When you are living by your senses, you are out of it. We're going to look at it carefully in the Bible. Just pay attention. When you are living by your senses, you are waiting for you to feel God, to sense God, or to taste God, I don't know, or to touch God. <laughs> but which other senses do we have? Or to um, hear God. And when I say hear God, I mean hear God literally. When you are waiting for these things, for these things to happen, before you believe God, you are what? You are living by the flesh and a step out of faith. I remember sometimes it uh sometimes ago, I think that was mid last year, I began to feel weird at some point. I began to feel as if God was not with me. <laughs> no, that was how that was how I was feeling. I began to feel like I'm just Jimmy is just me now. It's not, it does not feel like God is with me the way he used to be with me now. I know, I, I know how I used to sense the presence of God when I'm studying before. But that thing is not there again. Are you with me? <laughs> Praise God. You know, if I was not careful, the devil would have easily told me you committed the sin, that's what happened. And if I were not careful, I would not, I would not begin to sit down and begin to think, which sin did I commit? I begin to stand, go down on my knees, and begin to cry before the Father. Father, I'm sorry. In any way, I have sick. Haba. When in actual reality he's carrying me, hear this. Every time it seems like God is not with you, you have called God, it seems like he's not answering. Know this, he's carrying you. He has never left. He's like a baby. Your hands is blocking you. Just can't see. God is a spirit. You can't see God. You can't taste God. When I say see God now, I mean physically seeing now. You can't taste God. You can't sense God. If you are going to experience God, that is the only thing you can do. You can experience God. It can only be spiritual. I'm such a person can only do it by faith. The just will live by faith. If any man, any man now, and the Bible says that the God is no respecter of persons, that in all the nations of the world, those who obey him, those who obey him, are the people he's going to manifest himself. He does not respect people. He does not respect religion. He does not respect race. He does not respect who pastored you. He does not respect your denomination. He does not respect your background. The respect he has for you is whether you are living by his will. The Lord Jesus said, Thy kingdom, huh? thy will be what followed is that when the kingdom comes, the will be what? <laughs> and I've just told us that the will of the Father for every new creation in Christ Jesus is to live by faith. 
in any situation. So that understanding what faith is, is very important. Understanding what faith is. Over the next few time meetings that we're going to have, we'll be looking at those things deeply. What faith is, what makes faith thick, what produces faith, you know, what makes faith work. The trial of faith, the good fight of faith. But today we're going to look at what faith is. Basically, defining faith. Now, before we define faith per se, I must tell us one thing. That one, faith is not confidence in God. It does not matter how confident you are in God. That's not faith. Two, faith is not believing in God's ability to do something. Me, it's my blasphemy. Bye. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God now. Hallelujah. Faith is not believing in God's ability to do something. In fact, there is a distinct line between faith and believing. Uh, when I say believing now, I mean belief. Faith and belief. And the line is simple. Faith is divine. Belief is carnal. We're going to look at the scriptures to understand it better. It's a very thin line. Faith is divine. Belief is carnal. Faith is by revelation. Belief is by information. That is what separates those two. Without revelation, there can't be faith. But with information, there is belief. And this is why no man can preach to you the way I'm preaching to you now and you have faith. You know why? Because what I'm doing by the grace of God is to inform you. Hallelujah. Hmm? As you are listening to me now, if you are paying attention, the Holy Spirit will begin to reveal it more to you. It is in the revelation that there is faith, not in the information. The faith is in the revelation. The revelation of the Word of God. Not in the information. So, you can know a thousand scriptures and still not have faith. You can be able to go to the Bible of hand and still not have faith. They can be calling you oracle of scripture and you still don't have faith. You can come to a ministration and jump up and down. Are you with me now? And people say that this man is filled with the word of God. And still not have faith. The proof of faith 
is work. And this is why Apostle Paul said, faith without works is what? Is dead. The proof of faith is what? Works. And when we say works now, we mean manifestations of the Spirit. We are not saying the work you are doing, you know, or what you are doing to support your faith. When we say works now, we mean the manifestations of the what? Of the Spirit. That's what Apostle Paul said. If you say you have works, I will show you my own faith. With what? With works. And this is why we have called it the working faith. Faith must be accompanied with work. Faith must be accompanied with results. When faith is not accompanied with results or works, hmm, we can be, we can, we can seem to say that it is dead. And since there is no dead faith per se, we have to be careful and look at it if it is not belief. If what you have called faith is not belief, we are still trying to define faith. I've told us what faith is not. Faith is not confidence in God. It is not believing in God. It is not believing in God's ability to do certain things. It is not believing a man of God. What then is faith? Hebrews chapter 11. You know, we look at the definition, the simple definition that is given to us regarding faith there, and we just pass. I'm sure we know it often. Oh, yeah, yeah. We know yeah, it often now. Faith is uh-huh. the substance of things hoped for. Uh-huh. The evidence of things not seen. Say, Mr. Faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Let me ask you, what is the substance of things that you are hoping for? Remember that a substance is a tangible thing. A raw material that will produce what you intend to experience. For example, the substance of this pure water is water, chlorine, and plastic. Abi? Abi? And so, when they combine these three together, they are able to produce this. Abi? Oh, of course, they use the machine to produce it. Now, what then is the substance of faith? What is the substance of the things you are hoping for? It is this substance of things that you are hoping This substance will determine whether what you are talking about is faith or not. Kidney raw material to produce a authority. Praise God. What is the raw material? Hallelujah. And when the Lord Jesus was tempted by the devil, he said, if you are a son of God, I- I'm trying not to quote all of the scriptures so that we don't have to be reading them. If you are a son of God, uh, turn this stone to bread. He said, turn this stone to what? To bread. And he said, ah, ah, come on, Satan, you know that shouldn't be difficult for me to do. But the issue is that man must not, the Lord Jesus revealed a secret that day. He said, man must not live by bread alone, 
but by every word that proceeded out of the mouth of God. Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes out of the mouth of God. So, man is supposed to live by every word that comes out of what? The mouth of God. So, it means that what man should be expecting to happen to him is what has come out of the mouth of what? Are you listening to me? And so it then means that the substance of what man should be hoping for is what God has said. The substance of faith is the word of God. The substance of faith is the word of God. In other words, the raw material that will produce faith, are you with me now? Is the word of God. He went on to say, the evidence of things not seen. Hello, hello. What is the evidence of something you have not seen? I want to give you a property. You have not seen the property. And I said, I am signing over these properties to you. What is the evidence? A document. No, it can't be in the world, though, because the world cannot be, it's not tenable in the court of law. It has to be the document. In other words, the testament. In other words, the will. The evidence that I have given unto you Okay, what I said I want to give to you. But you may not have seen it. I can sign off a thousand shares to you now. Can you see the shares? But what is the proof of ownership of the shares? The document. See now, let's bring those two things together. Faith, the substance of your faith, the substance of the things you are hoping for must be the word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. The evidence of what you have not seen must be the document that promises you that those things, right? When you put the both of them together, faith is the divine energy of God that is in the Word of God. When you put these two statements together, what it means is faith is the divine energy of God that is in the Word of God, whether it is written or it is spoken to you. Whether the one you refer to as logo, or am Faith is the divine logos. L-O-G-O-S. Rema. Yes, it can be Rema or Logos. Logos is the written word of God. Rema is the spoken. It's actually important. I don't know why she was laughing. Praise God. The divine energy of God hmm, that is contained with, see, this Bible is just a book. I can be, I should be frank with you. It is what? It's a book. I mean, we can literally put it on the floor now and set fire to it. Trust me, nothing will happen. 
Oh, you think something happened? It's all right. Now, what we are saying is, it is not the paper that is the Bible. It is not the book that is the Bible. So placing it on your bed, placing it on your pillow, cannot protect you. It is not, when they say the sword of the spirit, they are not talking about this book. You cannot wave it at the devil and it will run away from you. You possibly can't hope to look at Satan and see, look at him and throw him a Bible and say, I bind you. You must be joking. He will look at you and say, you must be joking. Praise God. Hallelujah. The carrier of the power is the words inside. Let me give you a hint. I know when you were small, you used to watch those Abalist movies. Have you seen an herbalist being able to do anything without saying incantations? Anything? Show possible. Amen. Let me tell you. Let me, let me show you something. They stole that from God. They stole that system from God. Listen, let me teach you. Let me teach you a secret. The devil is not wise enough to use something new to deceive you. Anything that the devil may be using is something that he has seen God do, or seen Jesus do, or seen a son of God like me and you do in the past. He's now using it against other ignorant people. Praise God. That day, the reason Bar could not send down fire on those. Uh, on that sacrifice was not because um, he could not in a way find a way to conjure up the fire. He didn't know how. Hello? Hello? Do you know Elijah and the 400 prophets, they were together? The 400 prophets prayed from morning till evening and they could not produce fire. Eh? And Elijah came together. You know, they used to tell us that Elijah prayed seriously. Say lie. The whole prayer that Elijah prayed cannot be more than two minutes. <laughs> he said something that is very spectacular. I want you to learn from it and understand what fit is. He said, Ah, hear me, O Lord. Let the whole house of Israel know that you are God today in Israel, and that I have done everything. According to thy word. According to thy word. Hear me, O Lord, hear me, O Lord. And then the next thing, fire came down. It's not that fire was not a thing that, that those that bad could not find a way to do. I mean, that the devil could not find a way to do. Human. He did not know how. So until... He saw fire came down from heaven and said, hey, all right, this is another system to deceive human beings. Hallelujah. Amen. When the Lord Jesus walked on water, the devil didn't know that mortal man could do that. Like man in flesh and blood can walk on water. But from the day he knew it, he must have used it to deceive some great 
He is not that creative. When we do things, the Bible even says that. That God wants to show forth his manifold wisdom to the principalities and powers through you. Even in the Old Testament, even in the Old Testament, everything they did, you will see before most miracles. Thus saith the Lord. Because if he has not spoken, there is no solution. There is no evidence for you to hold on to. There is no raw material that will produce the result. If God has not spoken, there is no solution. If God has not spoken, there is no faith. If there is no faith, there is no solution. And so, in every situation, before we go to God and pray, we should first find out what has He said. anything because what he has said is what we give you assurance of what to expect if you don't know what God has said you can't know what to expect and if you don't know what to expect you can't be said to have faith what you have is hope and hope where is the heart what the Bible says is that hope prolonged where is the heart? Where is the heart? Faith does not Hallelujah. Are we beginning to get the point now? It says, now, if you want to know how this faith works, we're reading, um, um, what's it called now? We're reading Hebrews chapter 11, right? Is that what the scripture we're reading? Hebrews 11, 1. Okay, please, can you continue to verse 2? Hebrews 11, 1, now read 2. For by it, the elders obtain a good report. For by it, for by it, this faith, the elders obtained a good report. Mm-hmm. Through faith, we understand that the words were framed by the word of God. Ebolanguji. Through faith, we know that the world, not word now, the words were framed by what? By the, word. by the word of God. It is a clear secret that if you want to get faith, get the word of God. So now we know that faith is the divine energy that is where? That is in the world of God. Ah, I'm thinking if I should say this. Let me just say it. Faith is what activates the power of God. scriptures together, you begin to get a clearer understanding. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. Through Him was everything made, and nothing was made without Him that was made.
That word is God. That word that you are carrying around, that's in the memory, is God. Like it is practically God standing right back at you. And if you know how to produce it, it will become God over your situation. If you know how to produce it, that word that is in the Bible that does not seem very powerful, it will become what? God over your situation. But for it to become God over your situation, that word needs to produce faith. Hallelujah. Praise Amen. God. That word needs to produce faith in you. See your own body big ago. Go go new. Go go. Just the play, hey, you are saying we should never see you play again. Just the play. So all if you, if you like spend 20 hours before God. Ah, I don't shower. Let me not talk about it. <laughs> Praise God. Just the play. Just the play. Please, um, can you please shoot for the sister? She's rain is what we are saying is this. It is God. Hmm? It is faith in the word of God that produces the power of God. Now hear me. If you do not have a relationship with the word of God, what it means is that you cannot see the power of God. Oh, lady. Check it for time, yes. Oh, near you, you will not see. In fact, let me say you can't see. If you can't engage the world. Romans 10, 17. We want to look at something in that scripture. Let's start from Romans 10, chapter uh, 14. Romans chapter 10, verse 14. True faith. We know that the world is so Okay, finish it. Verse 3. Hebrews 11, 3. You can finish it now. 11, 3. That's one 3. Okay, true faith, we understand that the words were framed by the word of God. Mm-hmm. So that things which are seen were not made of things Thank which you, God appear. Bless. So that the things that are seen are not made of the things which have appearance. The manifestations you can see, they are not made of things that have appearance. When the Lord Jesus said, Peter, go to the sea, cast forth your net. The first fish you catch, you will see man, you will see money in his mouth. Take it, use it to pay for your bills at home and settle the things that I also need. I want to ask you a simple question. What created the money that is in the mouth of the fish? 
Hmm? Whose faith? Jesus' faith. What created the money in the mouth of that fish is the word that the Lord Jesus spoke. If we did not have it, we wouldn't have it. If we did not have it, Master. No, I'm saying. If Peter, he has nothing to do with Peter's faith. It's just like I said. Go to the water, catch fish. The first fish you bring, you will see money there. Even if you don't believe me, do you think it matters? Uh-huh. If, if so I get the fish and there's no money there, I'll come back to you to come and meet with that. The most important thing at that point is the person that was creating the situation. They were not co-creators in that sense. It is when if Peter and Jesus were co-creators in that sense that the faith of Peter may hinder what Jesus is about to create. But Jesus was the main creator in that scene. So can I ask something? Yes, you can ask. So now, if that kind of situation happened between you and me, mm-hmm. tell me that by a Monday, when you go to your supervisor, you mark your budget uh, and give you pay. Okay. And if I now go, you end up giving me 64. Like you can come back to me and say, Sir, Loto, when I got to survive, so he marked it. But he did not give me A, he gave me B, what went wrong? You can come and ask me. Sir, you say that thing now, so when I did it. You can do it yourself. But hold on. If you are going to command things to happen, no, we need to be sincere and be open with each other. If you are going to cause things to happen, there is the place of diligence. Have you done due diligence on what you want to command to happen? How do I say it to you? Hold on, hold on. It's very different. Yeah, I know. No, I Second Peter chapter one. I want to please you something. Something there. Second Peter chapter one. Ah, you can start from verse 5. And beside this, mm-hmm. giving all diligence. Mm-hmm. Giving what? All, the, all, all diligence. Add to your faith. Virtue. Virtue. What is called virtue there? Praise God. What is called virtue there? It's simply, I, I'm looking for a way to prove it. Manifestation. You're back when you are manifestation on Jeffrey to have been. Now, Nimbati will be on this way, Jay. Two for what could this? This one, virtue has gone out of me. Manifestation on Jeffrey. So, if you don't add virtue to your faith, we can say that your faith is virtue. Do you understand me? But there is the place of diligence. You have done your due diligence. Then speak as one with authority. I don't have to speak for you. Have done 
Praise God. Praise God. There are many things that we have caused to happen. Because we have learned that we can cause things to happen. I remember there was a particular lady that um, she was amongst her friends and we prayed for and um, yes, she was the only one that still went home with the spirit, with the evil spirit that worked in her amongst the people that were there that day. She was just laughing. Oh, come you are in. Thank God you were in. Maybe you share how you felt with them. She was just laughing at us. And the uh, just said, It's not hard. You two just come together and agree on her. So we just came together and we hold hands. The word of Jesus said, If two of you shall agree as touching anything on this earth, it shall be done of their father, Abi, which is in heaven. And so we just asked. And just we went about our business. The following week was the lady that came to meet me that I don't know what happened. Between Friday and Saturday, just felt like praying. I just felt like praying. So I finished eating. I started praying. I finished praying. I went to plate my hair. I came back. I started praying. I finished eating again. I started praying. I don't know what was happening. But on Saturday, I shall know that I fell down. I was unconscious. I didn't know what was happening. For what seemed like to be a year, but I stood up again and I continued praying. And I discovered that I'm thinking, but I said, it's all right, no problem. It's simple. We have agreed. I'm sorry, sir. So I'm not Let's not digress. The things that we do see. They are made of things that cannot be seen. Ah, I can't hear you. Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. That should be Romans chapter 10, verse 14. So we have looked at what faith is now. I know by now we should understand what faith is. That faith is not believing in God, but the divine energy that is in the word of God that will create the situation that you want. Before Elijah prayed that there will not be rain for three years, let me tell you a secret. If Elijah had not prayed that there will not be rain for three years, there will not be rain, still rain for three years. <laughs> if Elijah had not prayed that there will not be rain for three years, eh? for that three years, there will still not be rain. Because, oh and the word of the Lord came unto Elijah. Eh? That for the next three and a half years, if you read that chapter from the very beginning, that's the very first thing. The word of the Lord came unto Elijah. Eh? That for the next three years, there will not be what? Whether Elijah proclaims it or not, there will not be rain. Elijah just let them know that. There will be you. There will not be what? There will not be. 
You know, they, they used to see, they used to use um, how Elijah prayed that rain should happen and it come to pass. They used to use it to um, explain how we should also pray earnestly for this. Ah, Let me not talk about it. What the Lord Jesus said is that whatsoever ye shall ask, believe in, it shall be done. So whether I spend 10 hours asking and believing, or whether I spend two minutes asking and believing, it is still the same. What will make God answer is whether I have faith or not. In fact, what we call the attention of God is whether I have what? Faith or not. Let me tell you a secret. Do you know that there are certain situations that even if you don't pray about it, you can manifest it and it will be solved. You did not pray about it. They could say, I had to pray. They will get anybody must stress me, 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 Yes. It is possible for you, if it is possible for you to produce faith, it is possible for you to lose faith. How is somebody faith? <laughs> how you regain faith is how you produce faith. We're going to look at it together now. Romans chapter 10. That's what we want to look at. Romans chapter 10. How we produce faith. How faith is produced. Romans chapter 10. Start from verse 14. Yes. How then shall they call on him in whom they have not believed? Mm-hmm. And how shall they believe in him in him of whom they have not heard? Hold on. Can you go from verse uh, start from verse 10? For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness. That's ten. Ah, hold on. Eight. For what saith it? Uh-huh. Ah. Oh yes, it's <laughs> but the righteousness the, see, it's because the context within which we that, that scripture is speaking is it is better that we look at it from the full area so please don't mind me. start from verse 4 <laughs> for Christ is the end of the law uh-huh. for righteousness to everyone that mm-hmm. for Moses described described the righteousness which is of the law mm-hmm. that the man which dwelt The righteousness, don't forget, we have said that the righteousness is the justification that uh, God has to manifest as what? As God. The righteousness of God is the justification of God to manifest as God in any situation. Yes. There is a righteousness that comes by the law. That righteousness is called justification by the law. That is, being free from the law of sin and death by obeying the law. And so far, only one person was able to experience that righteousness by law, and that is the Lord Jesus. He was the only one that did not offend in any of them. But thank God, that era has passed. The righteousness we can experience now, the justification for anything we do now, is by what? Is by faith. 
what I'm about to say might sound blasphemous. Let's continue. <laughs> Please go. Please go. Uh, I will still say it on, on, along the line. Please go. Let's just start. Continue. But the righteousness which is of faith mm-hmm. speaketh on this wise. The righteousness which is of faith speaketh on this wise. Uh-huh. Say not in thy heart. Ma soni o konre. Who shall ascend into heaven? Talo ma si o ki onu. That is to bring Christ down. That is to bring Christ down. The Bible is saying, do not say in your heart. That is in your spirit. That Oluwa sokale wafi agbara reon ekadada. Say not in thy heart. Uh-huh. Who shall ascend into heaven? Uh-huh. That is to bring Christ down. Abishai Tunka. You don't even say say not with your mouth. Mashe soni or coin. Do not even say it in your spirit. That God come down. Ah, Pastor on your level, on your own. On your own. On your own. On your the righteousness by faith says, Ma solo coin, we call on so calewa, that's all right. Ejeka Ah, Ah, Oh, for what yet What should you say? Hear, hear what he say now. But what should you say? He says the word is near you. Uh-huh. Even in thy mouth. Even in where? In thy mouth. It, it, that means that if the word is not in your mouth, you will not experience the righteousness by faith. If the word that is near you already, that is in the Bible, if it is not in your mouth, you will not experience the righteousness by faith. The means of producing faith is that the word should be where? In your mouth. In your mouth. The process of producing faith is that the word should be in your mouth. Please continue. And in thy heart. And in your spirit. That is the word of faith. That is the word of faith. Which we preach. That what we've been preaching this morning, the gospel that we've been preaching, it must be in your spirit. And not just in your spirit, but in your mouth. If you are going to experience the righteousness of what? Of God through faith. Continue, please. That if thou shalt confess with thy mouth. If you will hear again, it's being explicit that, <laughs> bless you. Maybe being in your mouth, maybe you don't understand that English. That if the word... The word is in your mouth. If that one is difficult to ask, he's saying this one again. Hear it again. And if you should do what? Shall confess with thy mouth. If you will confess with thy mouth. The Lord Jesus. The Lord Jesus. And shall believe in thy heart. And shall believe in your spirits. You will notice I keep correcting art to spirits. Uh-huh. Because that's what the Bible actually meant. Uh-huh. Okay, so. And shall believe in thy heart. And shall believe. I, I keep correcting you. I shall believe in thy, thy spirit. spirit. Uh-huh. And 
shall believe in thy spirit mm-hmm. that God has raised him from the dead. That God has raised him from the dead. Thou shalt be saved. So it means that believing that he has been raised from the dead has an implication on you that it automatically qualifies you for salvation from anything. Believing that Jesus has been raised from the dead. Believing that word and confessing with your mouth that Jesus is Lord has um, a great implication, spiritually speaking now, that it automatically produces your salvation from any situation. In simpler English, what I'm saying is that when you say the word Jesus is Lord from your spirit, eh? Eh? what you are producing is faith for salvation regarding anything you are facing. You are declaring that Jesu ni Oluwa lori Ishui. It has great implication. It's not like you are enthroning Jesus again. No. You are reminding that situation that is not your Lord. And that is not dealing with you. Jesus is now the what? The Lord. He's dealing with Jesus. And he cannot withstand Jesus. So that Jesus is Lord that we usually used to say. Jesus is Ah, Jesus is Lord. You know, we used to say Jesus is Lord. It has great implication. And he has been given a name that is above every other name. That at the mention of the name of Jesus, every knee must bow. Of things in the head, of things under the head, and of things in the heaven. And every tongue confess that Jesus is what? Lord, to the glory of God the Father. you can send them then to hell you from from you know it is not that time to go yet but nobody sees but we are going to have a lot of people and we are praise God praise God we are looking at that if you will confess with your mouth we are looking at how to produce faith Abi oh yeah with the heart, man believeth unto righteousness. With the heart, man believeth unto So what it means that the righteousness by faith, Romans chapter 10, the righteousness by faith hmm, will begin from where? The heart. The righteousness by faith will begin from the spirit. If it doesn't matter, if it doesn't produce it, Produce, 
ti o ba de ma wa ati ni oko e lo ti ma bere it will start from your spirit if you for he says for with the spirit man believes on the what righteousness but with the mouth what is made confession is made unto salvation. Let me teach you this. In the same vein, with the spirit, man believeth unto defeat. And with the mouth, confession is made unto defeat. With the spirit, man believeth unto sin. And with the mouth, confession is made unto sin. With the spirit, man believeth unto uh, unrighteousness or death or Anything you can think of, and with the mouth, confession is made what is made unto whatever thing. If you want to know what is inside your spirit, check the confessions of your mouth. If you want to know what your spirit is equipped with, check the confessions of your mouth. What is your if you want to check what is inside your spirit check the what confessions of your mouth the confessions of your mouth will either breed faith or fear if you want to know the level of faith that a man has check his confessions you want to check the level of faith he has check his confessions you will know sincerely speaking you will know there are certain people that you want to pray with them, but from the way you hear their confessions of their mouth, you know it's a waste of time. I will come across many people by the grace of God in our school that we want to pray with them. They may they are recommended to us, we want to pray with them. We first ask to ask them to calm down, go and listen to the teaching, or enlighten them before we pray. Because even if we present seven days praying that prayer, <laughs> with that kind of mindset they are brought, we have just wasted our time. And me, I don't like, I cannot be praying without results. It's what's the meaning? What's the meaning? How can I pray with somebody and the person will not see results? It's nonsense. No, no. So, okay, cow off your do, come, 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 Praise God. Hallelujah. Ah, Can we continue, please? We will read it up to 17 and we'll probably stop there. Because faith, hey. <laughs> <laughs> At the school of prosperity and I think we've told you before. We spent a whole year teaching faith and we are starting again. But glory to God. We spent close to a year teaching faith. And the next few months that followed, 
it has been manifestations all true up to you this morning I want to more about more money. I want to 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 more to more uh, you know, serve their God. Those who know their God. Do you know your God? I know. I'm seeing an adventure. For the scriptures say it, mm-hmm. whosoever believeth on him shall not be ashamed. For the scriptures say it, whosoever believeth on him Shall not be what? Shall not, not be ashamed. ashamed. Ah, there was a day I saw the scripture I was in church. I think I picked the scripture. Fair party. This is me and me, I was shocked. Hey, you understand? Hey, you understand? Mumu scripture, like, you know, like, what would, what would you do? What I was just saying? Mumu scripture, yeah. For the scripture say it. You know, I've told you before, whenever you see it is written, it is an emphasis. So, whosoever believed on the Lord shall not be ashamed. As we written before, God is just emphasizing it again. Ha! Because there's something I was trusting God for at that time. And it seemed like God has not done it. Goodbye. Charity Mushi. Goodbye. Because there is that full assurance, really. Let's move on to the next thing. This one is one is settled. Let's move on to the next one. Whosoever believeth, that believeth now is talking about believing in the spirit. I won't tell you why Bible the Bible keeps using the word believe, 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 and not faith when it's expressing faith. It's because it's talking about believing in the spirit. And how the spirit believes is different from how the mind believes. The mind, I've told you before, that the mind believes by information. But the spirit believes by revelation. So, to not confuse people, we try to separate the two words and say, don't worry, belief is for the mind, faith is for what? For the spirit. Do you understand that? For... Whosoever believeth on the Lord shall not be ashamed. Continue. For there is no difference between the Jew and the Greek. There is no difference between the Jew and the Greek. For the same Lord over all is rich unto all that call upon him. For the same Lord is rich unto everyone that calls upon him. Uh-huh. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Whosoever shall do what? Call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Continue. How then shall they call on him? Now, hear it. Now, how will you call on him whom you have not heard? How will you appropriate the promise of God that you have not heard? How will you have faith for a situation if you have not heard what God has said about that situation? Faith is not automatic. 
It's not. It's automatic. You Gishe, put the key in, kick it, and go. Mm-mm. There is a production involved. How will you have faith for a situation if you did not know what God has said about that situation? Ha! Huh, problem here. So I would rather not pray about the situation and find out what God has said about the situation, even if it takes me two years. If I can say anything about it, because tea or oil, but tea, tea is the solution. Me of them want tea, okay? Yes, you got to lay it. Don't talk about this or wrong part. Ah, it's alright. It's alright. It doesn't matter. When he sent Thomas to Fufuna, he didn't have to be Praise God. How shall they believe on him in whom they have not heard? Eh, continue. And how shall they believe in him of whom they have not heard? Mm-hmm. And how shall they hear without a preacher? How shall they hear without a preacher? Uh-huh. And how shall they preach except they be sent? How will they preach except that they have been sent? As it is written. As it is written. How beautiful are the feet of them that preach the gospel of Hallelujah. peace. Uh-huh. And bring glad tidings of good things. Uh-huh. But they have not all obeyed the, the gospel. Uh-huh. For Esai said, uh-huh. Lord, who has believed our report? Ego. Isaiah Sokwe. Who has believed our report? That is Isaiah chapter 53, verse 1. To whom is the hand of the Lord revealed? What want to repeat and continue Isaiah, yes, so clearly, more important here. They encounter Isaiah, so not want to so. They turn your bad report, you are born. And we buy. See a bad report, or don't you must have been born in my own world. If you believe the report of God, you see what? You see the hand of God. So then it means that probably if you guys are happy to see the Amazon, so that you can understand what is written there. So it's written that if you want to see the hand of God, what you need is the what? The report of God. Which is his word. 53 verse 1. Believe our report, mm-hmm. and to whom is the hand of the Lord? To whom is the hand of the Lord revealed? Do you want to see the hand of the Lord? Believe his report. If you don't have a relationship with the God, don't come calling any you. I'm being honest with you. If you don't have a relationship with the word, go, go, sorry, just the. Who has believed our report? To whom is the hand of the Lord revealed? The Lord Jesus said, the spirit of the Lord God is upon me because he has anointed me to preach good tidings to the poor. He has sent me to heal the broken at to proclaim liberty to the captives and the opening of prison to those who are bound. Why? Because he believed God. 
He is the son of God. He is the son of God. He is God walking amongst men. He is the word that became flesh. In him was life. And the life was not the light of men. He still built a relationship with the world. Start one of these days, we're going to start a program on campus Adventures of Prayer. It's going to be a retreat. Adventures of Prayer. I want to learn how to pray at the same time, pray. Hmm? Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So then faith comments by hearing. Uh-huh. So then faith comments by hearing mm-hmm. and hearing by the word of God. Comments by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Faith comments by hearing the message. That is the word. And um the word itself is Christ. We are going to Only What must be important? What is called faith? Comes. Next week, meet, next two weeks, we are going to start from there. Building a relationship with God. You are supposed to get to a level where God will. This is saying we should like this morning. This is this is morning. We are talking about studying ourselves. So you understand? 
But the way he's not saying it now, like. <laughs> Don't forget. The scripture we read at the point, it said the word is near thee. Even where? In thy mouth. Uh-huh. God bless you. You are the one that is going to say it. And that's where we're going to start next. Let's do it. Well, you said um, the reason why I let me just like the reason why I lost the faith was because I stopped the word. I, I you stopped continue. a relationship. You did not continue in the gospel. <laughs> okay, one way okay. continue in the gospel, but won't pray now. But we're not judge. Continuing in the gospel. It, see, activity have replaced a lot of spiritual things for us. Activity, but it replaced a lot of spiritual things. We have been given to physical innuendos, emotional perceptions, and many, many more things like that. Again, that we are losing sight of the spiritual realities. We're going to hold on on that scripture today. Romans chapter 10, verse 17. So then faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of in our next meeting. We're going to split hearing into two. Don't forget, we are still talking about how to produce faith. Hey. You man produce faith. Hmm? Okay. Let me tell you a secret. You will know if you have faith. Faith is tangible. You will know. If you don't have faith, you will know that you don't have faith. <laughs> so I can also ask a question. Is it possible that it's all faith in one aspect and the other one is not? Yes. Yes. Because even if I pray for money, you say, it's too cold. That day, go home. But now, but before, if I was sick, if I pray to God, but now, it's so annoying. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying, the
was only I was only calm that evening. The next morning, so it was not like he came in. He double fold. Hold on, praise God. Mm-hmm. I'm going to stop yeah. the recording now so that I can answer that very well. Thank you.